Today is the 20th of February, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular time of prayer, regular time of reading scripture, in other words, a regular rhythm of worship together. Before we start, don't forget you can download the script for today's episodes in the show notes. If you click the link, to download it for you from my OneDrive. Don't forget you can also support Walking the Way through our Give, Send, Go campaign. Again, the links are in the show notes. And if you'd like more information about the podcast or myself, sorry, it's brain just doesn't seem to be working this morning, um, then please go to www.rayborrett.co.uk. All the information is there. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up as we go along. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. And we always begin each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Jesus, God's beloved Son, God's delight, you are light for our blindness. You are food for our hunger. You are grace for our living. We sing your praise and we offer up your prayers. And then we wait. We wait for that moment when you show up. We wait because we know we cannot keep on this journey of faith on our own. There are times when the path ahead is uncertain or rocky or seems blocked altogether. There are times when we wonder if your promises are true, if your grace is real, if your strength will be enough in our weakness, if your love is stronger than our fears. We wait. We choose to trust in your care for us, in your resurrection power, that your love will set us free and give us life. We choose to trust and to hope, grateful that you have called us by name, that you have made us part of a people who have waited before and have been met by you, surprised by you, summoned by you to holy work. With them we pray and we sing our joy in the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Proverbs 17.9 You'll keep your friends if you forgive them, but you will lose your friends if you keep talking about what they did wrong. Yesterday we looked at the cost of betrayal and the cost of forgiveness, and I asked the question if we would be willing to pay the cost of forgiveness to renew our relationships. For even when we do say we have forgiven someone, do we really mean it? How often have we said we've forgiven someone only to bring up that incident again and again and again? And then I'm forced to ask the question, have I really forgiven that person? If it's always there, that incident is always at the back of my mind. Now, I'll admit I'm not a big fan of the forgive and forget mantra. I believe we can forgive without forgetting, but it takes grace and courage not to let the bitterness inside chew you up. On the other hand, I'm reminded that when God forgives us, he removes our sins as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers our sin no more. That's Psalm 103 verse 12 and Isaiah 43:25. Forgiveness is about the restoration of relationships. And it is important that we let the past be in the past. I'm not saying we don't learn from the past. 
I'm just saying for the sake of our relationships, we need to let it go. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Mark readings, we read about the transfiguration of Jesus. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Lord, thank you. As we read your word, we come to your table and eat the bread of life. Help us to come with hungry hearts and thirsty minds so that we can fill up on your kingdom life. May we leave with more love, hope and faith in our lives today. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Contemporary English Version, and today we're reading Mark 9. I can assure you that some of the people standing here will not die before they see God's kingdom come with power. Six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him. They went up on a high mountain where they could be alone. There in front of the disciples, Jesus was completely changed, and his clothes became much whiter than any bleach on earth could make them. Then Moses and Elijah were there talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Teacher, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But Peter and the others were terribly frightened, and he did not know what he was talking about. The shadow of a cloud passed over and covered them. From the cloud a voice said, This is my son, and I love him. Listen to what he says. At once the disciples looked around, but they saw only Jesus. As Jesus and his disciples were coming down the mountain, he told them not to say a word about what they had seen until the Son of Man had been raised from death. 
so they kept it to themselves. But they wondered what he meant by the words, raised from death. The disciples asked Jesus, Don't the teachers of the law of Moses say that Elijah must come before the Messiah does? Jesus answered, Elijah will certainly come to get everything ready. But don't the scriptures also say that the Son of Man must must suffer terribly and be rejected? I assure you that Elijah has already come, and people treated him just as they wanted to, as the scriptures say they would. When Jesus and his three disciples came back down, they saw a large crowd around the other disciples. The teachers of the law of Moses were arguing with them. The crowd was really surprised to see Jesus, and everyone hurried over to greet him. Jesus asked, What are you arguing about? Someone from the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought my son to you. A demon keeps him from talking. When the demon attacks my son, it throws him to the ground and makes him foam at the mouth and grits his teeth in pain. Then he becomes stiff. I asked your disciples to force out the demon, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said, You people don't have any faith. How much longer must I be with you? Why do I have to put up with you? Bring the boy to me. They brought the boy, and as soon as the demon saw Jesus, he made the boy shake all over. He fell down and began rolling on the ground and foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? The man answered, Ever since he was a child. The demon has often tried to kill him by throwing him into a fire or into water. Please, have pity and help us if you can. Jesus replied, Why do you say, if you can? Anything is possible for someone who has faith. Right away the boy's father shouted, I do have faith, please help me to have even more. When Jesus saw that a crowd was gathering fast, he spoke sternly to the evil spirit that had kept the boy from speaking or hearing. He said, I order you to come out of the boy. Don't ever bother him again. The spirit screamed and made the boy shake all over. Then it went out of him. The boy looked dead and almost everyone said he was. But Jesus took hold of his hand and helped him stand up. After Jesus and the disciples had gone back home, they were alone, they asked him, Why couldn't we force out that demon? Jesus answered, Only prayer can force out that kind of demon. Jesus left with his disciples and started through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know about it, because he was teaching the disciples that the Son of Man would be handed over to people who would kill him but three days later he would rise to life. The disciples did not understand what Jesus meant and were afraid to ask. Jesus and his disciples went to his home in Capernaum. After they were inside the house, Jesus asked them, What were you arguing about along the way? They had been arguing about which one of them was the greatest, and so they did not answer. After Jesus sat down and told the twelve disciples to gather round him, he said, If you want the place of honor, you must become a slave and serve others. Then Jesus had a child stand near him. He put his arm around the child and said, When you welcome even a child because of me, you welcome me. And when you welcome me, you welcome the one who sent me. John said, Teacher, we saw a man using your name to force demons out of people, but he wasn't one of us and we told him to stop. Jesus said to his disciples, Don't stop him. No one who works miracles in my name will soon turn and say anything bad about me. Anyone who isn't against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name just because you belong to me 
will surely be rewarded. It will be terrible for people who cause even one of my little followers to sin. Those people would be better off thrown into the ocean with a heavy stone tied around their necks. So if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. You would be better off to go into life crippled than to have two hands and be thrown into the fires of hell that never go out. If your foot causes you to sin, chop it off. You would be better to go into life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. If your eye causes you to sin, get rid of it. You would be better off to go into God's kingdom with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. The worms there never die and the fire never stops burning. Everyone must be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if it no longer tastes like salt, how can it be made salty again? Have salt among you and live at peace with each other. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, they're all there, including our new voicemail service. Must not forget our new voicemail service. Check the show notes for all the contact details. But let's pray, shall we? Lord, you make all things new. The Creator who is continually nurturing, renewing, 
and developing every aspect of our remarkable universe. Lord, you make all things new. I rest in your creative arms. I dwell in the hope of this renewal. I hope in the strength of your mighty hand. Lord, you make all things new. Take all I am, all I care for and all I love into your gentle arms. Come to touch and heal, mend and restore, release and minister. Lord, thank you that you make all things new. Thank you that there is always a new start in you. Thank you that today my life is being remade anew. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us, now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.